are doing everything we need to do to um, uh, be with you every morning. Now, um, a little later on today, Amanda and I are going to go to take a funeral, and it is the funeral of our dear departed sister, Daisy, Daisy Wright. Wright. One of our seniors. And um, we'll be praying, of course, for Tony, her husband, and she had so many nieces and mm. great nieces and great grandnieces. I mean, you know, just amazing, amazing family, lovely, lovely lady. And the story is very sad. She was, she had some health problems. Mm. Uh, we were praying for her. She went into hospital, and she contracted Corona, COVID nineteen in hospital, and uh, it's, it's sad, very sad, and tragic, but. Yes, she was a faithful member of Kenton Temple since 1990, up until she became unwell last year. So many of you will remember Daisy, and um, yes, we'll be praying for her, Tony, her husband. Yeah, so pray, pray, pray for us as we take the funeral. It has to be very, very scaled down. Um, we have to go with protection and everything like that. They have allowed up to eight people to gather, but we have to keep social distance and... It's going to be difficult because you can't you can't hug people, you can't shake their hands, you can't greet them properly. Um, but anyway, we pray that the Holy Spirit will comfort those people today. Now, I'd like to uh, let you know of the uh, passages that are part of today's Bible reading program. And it is 1 Samuel 11. Jeremiah 48, Psalm 25, and Romans 9. 1 Samuel 11, Jeremiah 48, Psalm 25, and Romans 9. Um, that daily Bible reading is available. The whole monthly program is available on Revival Times Extra. And uh, we've been working flat out over the weekend just to pull a few more articles together for May's Revival Times which will be going on up online this morning. Uh, in the meantime, you've got Revival Times Extra, which touches on May issue. But anyway, it's all good, all going there. I, I wanted to take you, let's read, uh, before we go any further today in our morning daily devotions, uh, 1 Samuel 11. This is a story of Saul defeating the Ammonites. A bit of background. Samuel was the final judge of Israel, meaning he was the leader of Israel before there were any kings. And the people at that time, the Bible says in the book of Judges, that they, they did what was right in their own eyes. And there was a cycle. Uh, they would start to turn away to other gods, turn away from the Lord, and then there were difficulties, hit, um, enemies would attack, or there were different economic problems until finally it was so desperate that they cried out to God and God sent them a deliverer and the deliverer would come and be one of the judges of Israel. And, and then after a while they got... Went back to their own ways. They did. They began to backslide. And this is like time before there is the, a, a real relationship with God from the heart. 
Now we know that we, we still are prone to wander. We are sometimes wayward. We have this nature, this old nature that will take us away from God. That's why it's important to come every day to renew your covenant before God, to renew your commitment. Anyway, that was that was what was going on. And then Samuel was uh, the great prophet of the Lord. And they asked Samuel for a king. They said, we want to have a king. We're not happy just with having prophets and judges. It was what we, what the theologians called charismatic leadership. The spirit of God would come upon people. They, they, they were not necessarily of any kingly stock. They were just people used by God. And that is a great, that is a great model for ministry and a great model for leadership in the church. But there must be a kingdom principle operating. And they said, we want a king. And Samuel was pretty upset. He said, they're rejecting me. And God said, no, 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 no. They're not rejecting you. They're rejecting me. You know, it's, it's important sometimes in our lives as leaders to know that sometimes opposition or kind of rejection that comes from the people is not, it's not that they're rejecting us. Always. Sometimes they're rejecting the Lord who, who put us here. Um, and I think that's, that's important. Samuel had to learn that lesson. God said to him, look, grow up, Samuel. They're not rejecting you. They're rejecting me. But do as they say. Do as they say. And then God allowed this kingship and took the kingship. And the first king was Saul took the kingship and later on the next king David it became the prototype messiah in other words this this was this was a, a, a an example of what the kingdom that God was going to bring not not an earthly kingdom through a physical nation but the heavenly king Jesus over all nations and it, it started well and Saul was greatly blessed he he was head and shoulders taller than anybody else he was more handsome than anybody else he would kind of you know be this guy that would strike Stand cut out. a striking profile <laughs> you know <laughs> and um and <coughs> god worked with him it started well anyway then Nahash the Ammonite went up and besieged Jabesh Gilead, and all the men of Jabesh said to Nahash, Make a treaty with us and we will serve you. But Nahash the Ammonite said to them, On this condition I'll make a treaty with you, that I gouge out all your right eyes and thus bring disgrace on all Israel. The elders of Jabesh said to him, Give us seven days respite, that we may send messengers through all the territory of Israel. Then if there is no one to save us, we'll give ourselves up to you. When the messengers came to Gibeah of Saul, they reported the matter in the ears of the people, and all the people wept aloud. Now behold, Saul was coming from the field behind the oxen. And Saul said, What is wrong with the people that they are weeping? So they told him the news of the men of Jabesh. And the Spirit of God rushed upon Saul when he heard these words, and his anger was greatly kindled. Just picture it. Here is a king who is about to be kingly. Here is a deliverer who is about to deliver. But it could only happen with 
the Holy Spirit. That's what we all have to remember. We can yes. do nothing without the Holy Spirit. That's right. Uh, our leadership is so much about the Holy Spirit. Without the Holy Spirit, we, we, we really can do nothing. No. Absolutely nothing. It's all human effort without the Holy Spirit. Mm. With the Holy Spirit, we can do great exploits for mm. God. Mm. Um, you know, one of the things that I find so wonderful about being in, in the ministry, as they, as they put it, the official ordained ministry, which I have my own views about that, but nevertheless, we know what we're talking about. For so long, just about to enter the fourth decade, and you kind of think, you know, you've seen it all. <laughs> you know, been there, bought that sweatshirt. Um, and, um, and the temptation is to think, well, you know, I can handle this. You know, mm -hmm. because I've seen all this before. But actually, that's not the reality. The reality is every single day, you empty yourself before the Lord and say, God, I am nothing. I have nothing. I know nothing, I can do nothing. Please walk with me today to enable me to do what only you can enable me to do. And that's a good message this morning. As we go about our business today from this time of prayer and, and waiting on God. Okay, so the Spirit of God rushed on Saul. You can just see this. It's a bit like the day of Pentecost, the sound of a rushing mighty wind. Verse 7, he took a yoke of oxen, cut them in pieces, sent them throughout all the territory of Israel by the hand of the messenger, saying, whoever does not come after Saul and Samuel, so shall it be done to his oxen. Then the dread of the, of the Lord fell upon the people, and they came out as one man. When he mustered in the Bezek, the people of Israel were 300,000, and the men of Judah 30,000. And they sent, said to the messengers who had come, Thus shall you say to the men of Jabesh Gilead, Tomorrow, by the time the sun is hot, you shall have salvation. When the messengers came and told them the men of Jabesh, they were glad. Therefore the men of Jabesh said, Tomorrow we'll give ourselves up to you, and it may do to us, and you may do to us whatever seems good to you. And the next day Saul put the people in three companies, and they came to the midst of the camp in the morning, watch, and struck down the Ammonites, Till the heat of the day and those who survived were scattered that no two of them were left together wow that's a mighty deliverer when god works when god anoints his people and when the people listen to the holy spirit yes and there's the you, did you hear the word the kind yes. of dread it talked about a dread mm -hmm. the fear of the mm -hmm. lord and this is what we need today we need the dread the fear of the lord to come upon god's people that they realize they have to rise up. We have to rise up. It's not, this was not to do with Saul. No. This was to do with the, the people. Mm. Yeah, and the Lord yes. stirring them up. And our prayer is that God will stir up the people in KTLCC. You know, this dread is the opposite of complacency. And I, I, I pray that as we move into the second phase of our lockdown, you know, we, we're seeing that we're not likely to be able to be gathering in any great numbers before August. And that means this, what we're doing is here to stay. And we can't hold back. And we can't sit back and say, well, we'll sit this one out. No, we have to rise up. And I'm praying that the fear of the Lord 
will come upon people and they will have a conscience and an understanding that this is a battle, a spiritual battle that we're in. And nice messages that tickle the ears and stroke the egos. I, I love, you know, I love one of those ice cream messages. And when God gives me one, I love it. But, you know, I love people more than that. For people to hear the meat of the word. To know that Jesus' call upon our lives is total call. To take up our cross, die daily to follow Christ. That's the gospel. That's what it means to follow Jesus. To be disciples of Jesus Christ. I don't want a watered down version of church attendance. I don't want that. It's not Christianity. Jesus gave us everything. He is the Lord of all. Amen. He deserves yes. more than that. That's right. He does. And he deserves a fully mobilized body. Anyway, we're going to pray for that. Let's move on. And so, good news, a good outcome. Verse 12, then the people said to Samuel, Who is it that said, Shall Saul reign over us? Bring the men that we may put them to death. But Saul said, Not a man shall be put to death this day, for today the Lord has worked salvation in Israel. Now, what's, what was this about? There were some who opposed Saul. And now it was demonstrated that God's hand was on Saul and that he was the deliverer, that he was the first king. And so some said, ah, oh, look now, that, that just goes to prove it. Where are those people that didn't accept this Saul? Let's put them to death. Wow. Strong language. Yeah, but it's, it's, it is, it's just, it's ungodly. And, and Saul said, no, thank God. And God, Saul was humble at this particular point. He said, no, this, the Lord has done, given us a great deliverance. We shall, we shall rejoice in that today. Then, verse 14, then Samuel said to the people, come, let us go to Gilgal and there renew the kingdom. So all the people went to Gilgal and there they made Saul king before the Lord in Gilgal. They sacrificed peace offerings before the Lord and there Saul and all the men of Israel rejoiced greatly. So this is Saul's beginnings. Good beginnings. Now we know, we fast forward it, it didn't end well. Because Saul, he let his heart grow cold. He began to trust in himself. He began to believe his own publicity. He didn't keep humble before the Lord. He didn't obey the word of the Lord. And actually what he did on a certain occasion was to assert himself above the prophet of the Lord. Mm -hmm. To say, well, I'm king. Why do I have to listen to the prophet? Well, the prophet was there to bring the word of the Lord. That's, that was mm. the point of it. Yes. And... I am so glad that we in Kensington Temple hear the prophetic voice of God. Now, it has to be the prophetic voice. I'm just thinking, as I'm saying here, a whole list of prophecies. Of, I've got some of them on my desk upstairs, a whole list of these prophecies. It ain't the word of the Lord. 
It ain't the word of the Lord, I can tell you that. But there are some people who think they're speaking the word of the Lord and they do it out of their own ego and, and they, 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 they won't be corrected. They won't understand that their words are to be subject to the scripture rather than over the scripture, that their words are to be tested so that we don't hear have a false word from the Lord. And every, it seems that sometimes there are seasons when everybody's standing up prophesying and thinking they're carrying the word of the Lord, but very few of them really are. Those words are, when tested, are found to be wanting. And more than that, their, their heart is not in the right place. Instead of praying and interceding and, and bringing God's purposes to birth, which is, which is actually by far the major part of prophecy. But here, a genuine word from the Lord. And when, when somebody is, has brought a word from the Lord, and it is a proven, proven word from the Lord, we follow it. And in, in many ways, my leadership and Amanda's leadership over the years has been a prophetic leadership, apostolic and prophetic leadership. We are in a season now that I prophesied about, talking about the, the 2020s. And many people heard, and <coughs> many people are saying, yep, we should have listened a bit more, but God is with us and we are here now and God is going to multiply us and God is going to use us greatly during this time. Now let's pray. be praying to all of these things and then we'll check on some uh, um, prayer requests coming in. The number which I'm sure you know by now is 0757 0-2-6-1-0-9-7-6. 0-7-5-7-0-2-6-1-6-9-7. The paper is just a bit too far away from me. Okay, let's pray. Father, we thank you for the prophetic word. We thank you that the word of prophecy was made more sure is spoken in the scriptures. We thank you, Father, that as we seek your, your face and hear your voice, you lead us and you take us through. And you are taking us through this particular period of time right now. We pray, Father, in the deepest part, the thickest part of this lockdown, while there have been going to be a few relaxations here and there, we are still going to be in this lockdown for weeks and weeks and weeks to come. So we renew our strength. We thank you, Lord, that you're going to use us, that you're going to cause us to grow. We're going to flourish and we'll not allow the enemy's negativity to bring us down. We thank you, Father, that you as in the days of Saul, have the capacity to put the dread of the Lord, the holy fear of the Lord upon people, and the holy joy that, that comes from rallying around the call of God's people, to stand strong against the enemy, to come against uh, the enemy, to, to bring defense to our brothers and sisters who are struggling and who are under attack. And we ask, Father, that the anointing of King Jesus, the kingly anointing, will rest upon the, the congregation of God's people who are kings and priests so unto the Jesus. Lord. And so we ask, Father, there will be greater and greater clarity in these things, in these days, and you will cause your people to come together, to multiply and to grow. We also ask now, Father, as we go from here pretty soon to go to the cemetery and to to conduct the funeral service of Daisy Wright. Yes. We pray for Tony. Yes. 
This day he must have dreaded for so long, ever since Daisy passed away, to, to this is the day where he has to say goodbye. And the family. And Father, we regret the fact that we cannot gather in large numbers to support Tony and to say goodbye to Daisy. But Lord, this victim of coronavirus is a victor in the presence of yes, God right Lord. now. She's wearing the crown of life Amen. and rejoicing in your holy presence. So we ask, Father, that you would bring a very special sense of your comfort and your presence in that place today and in the family. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And amen. Amen. Okay, so in looking at uh, what we have today... We've got a couple of... Yes, are you able to mm -hmm. take them now? Yeah. Um, this one came... Did we pray about this yesterday? Uh, chest pain subsided? Yes, we're going to pray about that again today. That's um, one of our seniors, and uh, her daughter called in yesterday saying she had chest pain for two days and had subsided. I know the lady in question, and um, she's been having... She's been on well off and on since January, and uh, we just want to pray again today, and we want to pray that whatever it is that's causing this pain, whatever's going on, or whatever shadows there are in the lungs, or whatever's causing it, Father, mm. we just want to pray this morning. Lord, we want to lift this precious one to you this morning, Father God. And I just pray, Lord, we take authority in the word of God and we come against this lung condition, this condition that causes chest in her uh, pain, chest in her pain, pain in her chest. Father, I pray in Jesus' name that you would set her free today, that you would heal whatever yes. it is, Father God, that this underlying cause that's causing this pain, we declare healing over her body today yes, in Lord. Jesus' name. We thank you for, and we say in Jesus' name, be healed today. Amen. We pray also for, uh, we have a prayer request in from Sasha, who has been struggling for about seven weeks with temperature off and on, no known cause, been tested for uh, COVID-19, negative, negative. And um, it just keeps yeah. on spiking and spiking. So she's having further tests and she asked for prayer today, prayer just to for healing, for peace and to move forward in her life. So Father, we bring Sasha before you this morning, Father yes, God, and we, we come against all these accumulative symptoms that hold her back, prevent her from going back to work, prevent her from just moving out in the spirit. Father, we pray in Jesus' name for your healing hand to just sweep over her body today in Jesus' name. Lord, we ask for healing in her body, her emotions, her spirit, and every other way, Lord God, just from head to toe, we ask that you would minister to her today in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And amen. amen. Okay, tonight, our prayer meeting, as usual, 7 o'clock, we'll be kicking it off from 7 to 7.30. Then at 7.30, we're going to go to our National Leadership Conference, uh, which would normally be held in Harrogate. Um, um, but, of course, we can't do that this year, so we, we've put on uh, a little bit of a, of a conference program by live stream while well, it's out on on YouTube. So tonight, join with us at seven o'clock and we will uh, have some local prayer and introduction and then we'll go over to the national program 7.30 and I know you're really going to enjoy that. By the way, I'd like to ask you, 
um, on Friday at nine o'clock, Amanda and I, we're going to lead you in a communion service here on Friday at nine o'clock. So our early morning devotion will be a little bit more extended than usual, but we're going to have a, a, a communion service together. And so let everybody know about that and we will join together to do that on Friday. But apart from that, we'll be with you again tomorrow at nine o'clock. Mm -hmm. We're going to finish by praying the Lord's Prayer together. <clears throat> and it is the prayer uh, version that is found in the Passion Translation. And we are going to um, uh, pray the Lord's Prayer together. So I'm going to pray and ask you to repeat the words after me um, as, 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 as we do it. I'm just trying to, I had it right here. Did yes. you want to read out that story of yesterday when we spoke about Florence Nightingale, the contact that came in? All right. Did you want to read that? Or? All right. So I've got this up. Oh, now. okay. We'll do the so Lord's I, Prayer first. Do then. the Lord's Prayer. Yeah. Then we'll hand, hand it over to that. All right. That's great. I forgot. It's a wonderful story. Mm. We'll come back to that mm. just before we go. Are we ready? Let's pray the Lord's Prayer. Uh, would you repeat with yes. the people? And yes, so, I repeat. Okay. Yes. Here we go. Our Father dwelling in the heavenly realms. Our Father dwelling in the heavenly realms. May the glory of your name. May the glory of your name. Be the center on which our lives turn. Be the center on which our lives turn. Manifest your kingdom realm. Manifest your kingdom realm. And cause your every purpose to be fulfilled on earth. And cause your every purpose to be fulfilled on earth. Just as it's fulfilled in heaven. Just as it's fulfilled in heaven. We acknowledge you as our provider. We acknowledge you as our provider. Of all we need each day. Of all we need each day. Forgive us the wrongs we've done as we ourselves. Forgive us the wrongs we've done as we ourselves. Release forgiveness to those who have wronged us. Release forgiveness to those who have wronged us. Rescue us every time we face tribulations. Rescue us every time we face tribulation. And set us free from the evil one. And set us free from the evil one. For you are the king who rules. For you are the king who rules. With power and glory forever. With power and glory forever. Amen and amen. 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 Okay. Oh, there's one request just come in. Hi, Colin, Amanda, hope you're well. Please uh, pray someone. Oh, you're using abbreviation. Please BNU pray for. Please some, can you pray. Someone who we prayed for before. <laughs> They're writing in letters and numbers. Uh, Peter, a retired Anglican priest suffering from dementia. I remember that one, yes. yes. He's been admitted to hospital with breathing difficulties, tested positive, and also his family unable to visit. Father, we pray for Peter. We've mentioned him before, uh, suffering from dementia. Now he's in hospital uh, suffering from breathing difficulties and has tested positive for corona. We ask, Father, would you please help in that situation in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And amen. Amen. And so now, just this little story. Uh, so what, I, it's on the WhatsApp. Yeah, I've yeah. got it. Mm -hmm. Shall I read yes, it out? Do, okay. Do, do. It was interesting you mentioned Florence Nightingale this morning. Well, this was yesterday. Yes. Because it was National Nurses Day. That's correct. The 200th anniversary of Florence Nightingale's birth. Uh, my great-grandfather, Thomas Broadley, my grandmother's father, was at the charge of the Light Brigade and apparently met her. Um, that was a very famous um, yes. battle. Mm -hmm. I remember my grandmother telling the story of the lady with the lamp and how she would, he would say her presence brought great peace 
to all the soldiers under her care. Isn't that amazing? Yes. Just, I thought it was an amazing just story. Just because she, mm. she was there, the lady with the lamp. A believer and, and, in Jesus. And because she was there, the soldiers were comforted because the Lord manifested his presence. I now know that peace, that peace was due to the Lord's presence with her. It's amazing how one of God's children can make such a difference and stand out in history. My great-grandfather survived the war and for some unknown reason was chosen with three other soldiers to model for the Crimean Basque Relief at St. Paul's Cathedral by the then Duke of Cambridge. Wow, that's interesting. The figure in the picture would be him, as he's the only Hussar in the memorial. For some further unknown reason, Edward VII attended his funeral at Southport years later. An interesting bit of history that connects us all. Well, that is very, very interesting. Very interesting. And here it is, a little picture yes. of... Um, the um, the relief and that's him. Little sepian picture you can't really. Yeah, yeah. but this is a picture. Uh, yeah. It's it's a it's a freeze. Yes. Car. Mm -hmm. What's well, wonderful? Well, that is really great news. So congratulations. Thank you for that. Yes. And thank you for sharing it.